Hey, hey, guys. Thanks for listening to Kind of Dating, the comedy dating podcast where I, your host, Natasha Chandel, and some cool guests break down the dating world and try to figure out why the fuck do we all have commitment issues? Today's topic is, why do you keep dating crazy? Let's find out. Oh, hey, guys. I'm Natasha Chandel here with Ayesha Holden. And you're listening to Kinda Dating. If you like today's episode, please remember to subscribe to the podcast wherever you get it and leave us a five-star rating or review. We are on the socials at Kinda Dating across the board. Where are you, Aisha? I am at Aisha Says Dance across the board. Because you're better than me. <laughs> um, I am all over the place. Uh, preferably Instagram, at Natasha Chandel. I'm also on Facebook, Natasha Chandel Official, and Twitter, Natasha underscore Chandel. We have our friend back for two episodes. Um, she is a TV writer, an actress, an awesome comedian, um, fellow brown girl kicking the fucking game. Yes. Ooh. I don't know if that made sense, but you know what I mean. <laughs> She's um, your work has been, or her work has been seen on Ground Floor, Blackish, God Friended Me. She sold a pilot called Make Divya Great Again to CBS and CW. She's got another one in the works. Fuck. Yeah. Devanchi Patel. Trying to make shit happen for yes. us brown people. I love it. <laughs> Get so it, girl. awesome. Yes. Um, so you were on the last episode and we talked about overthinking. Overthinking. Yeah. And this one will lead to the next part. I was thinking a lot about that actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Still thinking about it. <laughs> um, and we determined that you're single. Yes. And ready to mingle. Ready to mingle. So today we're talking about. Why we keep dating crazies. <laughs> but for all the sensitive people out there, and since it is a, um, what is, what is, how do they call it? The, the generation of like uh, the, what the fuck? Why like is my brain farting? Correct, yeah, like yeah, yeah. But like the people who get like, like really upset about yeah. what, age of sensitive. outrage. Oh, yes. Uh, Can I do that part again? Council culture. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, but yes, for those, when we say crazy, we do not mean in a derogatory term against anybody with mental illness. Right. Um, I actually don't believe that term should ever be used for for them. So that's not what we're referring to. We're referring to in the comedic reference of the wrong person. Mm. Right? Yes. Um, yeah. Or maybe the person that's a little nutso. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> no, for real. Right? So, like, what are we talking about when we say crazy? Like, yeah, you tell me. How do you, how do you interpret that? Um, I interpret crazy as somebody who, um, I mean, I have a specific date in mind because it was like one of the worst dates of my life. Yeah, tell us. He was kind of normal-ish on, <laughs> on the text. Yeah. I know, right? And he had, we were going to meet at Laurel Hardware um, on a Saturday night. He had no reservations. He oh, didn't make God. any reservations. He came 45 minutes late and he texted me on the, while he was on his way to wait outside for him. Ew. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then we got our drinks and we had to like stand outside on the porch or whatever um, in, in the back. And we were just standing there weirdly and he was just talking about how he voted for Trump and how Trump is misunderstood. <laughs> and it was just like, I wanted to kill myself. And then and then he was like, and then we, I don't know why I did this because I'm an idiot apparently, but I, we, we went to another bar just because it was like, we were just standing there for like 20 minutes yeah. just drinking a drink. 
And we sat down. And then the crazy just went even farther where he's like, just like word vomiting. But like, he's not particularly nice. He's just like in his own head. And then he's like putting down everything that I've done or been through or what. I'm like, what, what is oh, this day to you? Yeah. Why wow. is this happening? Ugh. It was it was a crazy night. And yeah. oh, I, I was also crazy in going to, on that second drink with him because I should have just been like, I'm not yeah. into you. Peace out. I'm I was going to say, girl, yeah. if anybody keeps me over 15 minutes, I leave. 15 yeah, minutes? Yeah, mine is a 15 minutes. You do 15-minute dates? No, no, no. Oh. Somebody kept me waiting for 15 Oh, 15. <laughs> 45 minutes. No, I wouldn't have waited. I would not have. I was My so acupuncturist pissed. yesterday made me wait for like 20 minutes. I left. Dang. I was like— You bro. left? I was like, I well, it was her second time. Oh, and I was well, like, yeah. no, nah, I'm not doing this. Oh, like, okay. It's a Saturday and I have plans and yeah. you just set me behind like yeah. a lot. So I got to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, doctors have kept me waiting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no. doctors have kept me waiting. <laughs> <laughs> not on a Saturday. Not on a not Saturday. On a Saturday. Like, not on a Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. No, um, but yeah, I think there are also people like, how, Aish, how do you perceive? I would say someone who is super aggressive, mm-hmm. um, super aggro, mm. possessive. Yeah. Um, you know, those people who, I know it's fun to like joke about by the people who like uh, key cars, oh, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. And Wait a minute, what? Yeah. <laughs> what was that? Thing. The Carrie uh, Underwood song? Yeah, yeah. Love I that song. Exactly. Like, I love the song, but like in real life, that's yeah, yeah. Sorry, crazy. Actually, yeah. it's something that people <laughs> yeah. do. And it's a thing that people do. Yeah. yeah. When you start damaging other people's possessions because yeah. what? Setting things know. on fire. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. yeah exactly. I, okay, that's a whole nother level. Yeah. That's I think, true. I think the term is addicted to drama. Yes. People who oh, are yeah. addicted to drama and like yeah. those really, um, I, for me, it's uh, it's been people who like say they're one way yeah. and then like two months, I'm like, what the fuck? Who the mm. fuck are you? Where yeah. have you been hiding? It was like, always a completely different person. And I'm like, either mm-hmm. I bring out fucking crazy in people or like, well, I, I used to yeah. be like, what the fuck am I attracting? Yeah. What's an um, example of that craziness that, that's that been brought out after like one or two months of dating? Oh, well, I mean, I, I think the the, the most, the, my ex, my crazy relationship, the abusive one was like, mm-hmm. he was one way when we first met. And then I think like a month and a half in, I found out he had completely other life. Like he had a baby mother, two kids. He was married to a woman for her green card. He was telling me he was going one place, but he was completely living a different life. Like sociopathic. Well, yeah, yeah. that yeah. was. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, but then there's also like the people who, you know, freak out, like in a way, like yeah. they start one way and they're like, great with you. Yeah. And then like a month in, they just freak out or two months in, they freak out and they're like, suddenly start acting like up because they're going like they didn't want to commit or whatever. And they see it like people actually don't even like um, things that are going positively for them. Right. If they're not ready for it. Because they don't trust it. Yeah. 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 And if they don't if they're not actually ready. Yeah. They're going to fuck it up. So like, you know, um, but then there's also I think a lot of just the people who are addicted to drama, like the people who fight with you for no fucking reason or Bruce Lee. Great example of a fucking crazy. You really? know, where I call, no, I call him. No. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I get you probably should explain. <laughs> I dated I this guy who's like a super, like a karate, like martial arts guy. Yeah. And uh, he's like a four-time 
black belt or whatever. So I called him Bruce Lee, his nickname on the show. Um, Okay. So Bruce Lee was that guy where like one month hardcore, so into me. And then on off, on off, on off, on off, on off, hot cold, hot cold. Mm -hmm. Like one day we'd be hanging out and it's like every time I met his family and then next day gone for like a week, two weeks. And then one day like this and then next day this. And then texting me and then suddenly disappear. And so it's like that kind of like crazy, but telling me like he wants to be with me. Mm. And I'm like, Fuck, you know, so, and this was like back in the day when I used to care about these things. Right. right. Now I'd be like, delete. Yeah. Like, yes. Going away. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the first time that happened. But, yeah. you know, back then I, I did a year of that with somebody. Sure. It was a fucking nutso. It's a long time. Mm-hmm. It's a long time to be oh, with crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. It was a long time. But, you know, there's a lot of those people who, yes. they're addicted. They mm-hmm. want drama because they like attention. Yeah. They're super manipulative. Yep. Yeah. Like one time he planned a date with me and... Planned it for a week. He was like, I can't wait. Friday night, like, get ready. I was like, okay, cool. Cancels on me Friday afternoon. I was pissed, but I was like, okay, fine. He said it was a work thing. I end up, uh, and he lives right by my house, so he's an idiot. I go, I was like, well, I'm not ruining my night. So I went with my friend to dinner at this, like, bar lounge. And uh, he's there with his brother and a guy friend. They were just having a boys' night. Yeah. So he canceled on me just for a regular. And I walked up to him and I was like, oh, hey. And he (laughs) acted like nothing happened. He was like, hey. Wow. And I was like, really? Like, we're going to act. And he's like, why are you upset? Did you tell him? Yeah. Uh, Well, I mean, I was literally like, you just canceled on me. He's like, you are accusing me of things that didn't happen. Wow. (laughs) That didn't happen. I'm like, what the? Oh, wow. And I I was so angry. I remember. Was that gaslighting? Gaslighting, yeah. What is that? I'm sorry. Can we define that word? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I keep hearing that. Gaslighting is when somebody makes you think you're crazy, Mm -hmm. even though they're the problem. Oh, yeah. Like, he canceled on me and turned it around to like, why are you getting upset? Yeah. I see. You're… Yeah. Really overreacting about something. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, what the fuck? Did you just not see what you just did? And yeah. He's like, I didn't do that. Yeah. Mm. Oh, my God. And you're like, oh, my God. It wasn't me. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't me. Yeah. Shaggy. <laughs> Fucking Shaggy. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> that whole yeah. song. So I think that's what we're talking about. If we just have to clarify before we get right. into <laughs> but but we're gonna take a really quick break and um and you know try to figure out uh, what attracted us to them or what attracts us to them and what makes us stay. Um, but first, this message. I'm all about smelling good on dates in a relationship. Heck, in life, and it starts with my deodorant, which is why I use Native. They have fewer, simpler ingredients, and it smells great. My favorite part is it's formulated without aluminum, parabens, and talc. If you don't know, aluminum may be linked to some serious health ramifications, including breast cancer and Alzheimer's. Although Native is priced at a slight premium when compared to conventional deodorants, it is safe and effective, which means it's worth it. Native comes in a wide variety of inviting scents for men and women, and they also offer an unscented formula and baking soda-free formula for those with sensitivities. Find out why Native has gotten 7,000 five-star reviews. There's no risk because they offer free returns and exchanges in the U.S. So for 20% off your first purchase, visit nativedeodorant.com and use the promo code KINDADATING during checkout. Once again, go to nativedeodorant.com and use the promo code KINDADATING at checkout for 20% off your first purchase. Hey guys, it's Natasha Chandel. I'm here with Aisha and Devanshi. Hey, hey. Hey. And we're talking about why we date crazies. 
or why we did date crazies. Right. Why we are dating. I don't know. And hopefully we um, won't in the future. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So have you thought about it? Have you thought about why? I think, well, there's a couple reasons. I think first of all, um, there's something just like attractive, totally. I guess, about a wild person, mm-hmm. you know? So that's fun. Um, the danger factor. Jenna's shaking her head. <laughs> like, I see that. I know. I know. <laughs> and, uh, yes. No, but it's right. true. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But unfortunately. <laughs> We've all been there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Something about it. You're just yeah. like, God damn it. Mm-hmm. You know, that addiction thing kicks in. Um, and then there's another thing I think internally we're attracting these people because something is not right with us. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, there's, for whatever reason, there's something that we feel like that needs to be filled and we keep jumping into the same things. So um, true. Because, yeah, something is not right. Yeah. Within us. I think mm-hmm. a big thing is people confuse, mm-hmm. right? Because um, what if, I think we've talked about even on the show before oh. of like um, uh, the good relationships are very stable. Yes. But the right. word stable makes people think boring. Yes. And we're not saying it's boring. Yeah. yeah. The right relationship is awesome. Yeah. yeah. And it's fucking joyful. Totally. But it's stable. It doesn't right. go through hot, up, down, up, down, yes. like a fucking, you know. Mm-hmm. It's not a game. Just, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And what what people confuse, I think, sometimes is drama with excitement. Yes. And they're yes. like, oh, it's exciting. Yeah. yeah. And like, oh, isn't it it's supposed to feel this way? It's yeah. supposed to be passionate. And yeah. Fucking... But passion goes like you should have passion for sure. But it also goes like super up, yep. super down. Mm-hmm. Fucking like laws fireworks. of gravity, yeah. right? Yeah. What goes mm-hmm. up must come down. Totally. Um, equal opposite force, whatever, all yeah. that shit. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think like, you know, the confusion of lust and love. Yeah. Chemistry with compatibility, drama and excitement. Yeah. You know, what I, I think the way that we also get roped into the crazy is that I, I, I don't know about your experiences, but I feel like the ones that turned out to be crazy were the ones who were the most interesting at first. Mm-hmm. Like we were talking about profiles and like the profiles that stand out to me are the ones that you're saying something unique or yeah. weird or something specific about you. And it's like not some boring thing that I've seen over and over and over again. So I, I feel like that when we get roped into the interesting and then we're like, oh, this person's cool, but they don't, they're not crazy off the bat. Totally. Right? Right. They all look they, normal. They're yeah, usually, they're, they're yeah. always normal yeah. at first. And then we get invested in them. And once we get invested in them is when the crazy comes out. But by then we're already kind of invested. And we're and we're we like them. So we're doing yeah. that bias thing yeah. of like, I, I'm gonna see what I wanna see. Yeah. You know? No, there's this yep. there's this article I had written um, a couple years ago called uh, "Why the Bad Boy Will Finish Last," and it was it was a bit of that. It's like in the beginning they seem like the ones with the best personality, and then you'll start realizing that that's the monotone. That's the only dimension that they have mm-hmm. is this one yeah. area right. that they have learned to. Right. Uh, charm you with. Yeah. They have nothing going on outside of that. Mm-hmm. Like, they are boring as fuck. Like, Bruce Lee, I was so fucking into him. Yeah. Yeah. But in this one area that I knew of him, if I had e- tried to have any discussion with him outside of that, we right. had nothing. Mm-hmm. It was nothing to like give. Like, intellectual t- conversation? Is that he what you're was talking a smart about? guy, right. oh, okay. but they don't have a personality. Right. They don't actually, they know how to charm you in like one area, mm-hmm. but they don't actually, most of them have like real personalities. Oh yeah, no, like for sure. Like bad boys, you know, or bad girls for that matter. Sure. Like it's all superficial. Like the sex is amazing. Yeah. It's, it's like all the surface stuff is great. Yeah. yeah. But you can't actually. Go any deeper. Yeah. Or like 
have dimensions to you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't know if that makes sense. No, yeah. yeah. They're, they're also, I think there's a level of, of what you're saying of like, they're just not genuine. They're yeah. putting up a front the entire yeah. time. All the time. And it's just to like rope you in. And when you're trying to do that, you probably get like charm fatigue yourself <laughs> yeah. to try to charm other people. And it's got to be exhausting. So then you like, um, like, uh, you know, become a little bit more like reticent and, you mm-hmm. know, you like kind of push them away a little bit and then you are like, oh, I want to char- I want to charm somebody again. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. So mm. you have that push and pull in a relationship totally. and it, it, in, in and of itself, it creates drama because it's like, oh, he likes me. Oh, now he doesn't. Oh, he likes me. Now he doesn't. But it's that, it's their own crazy in their own head. You get into this whole power dynamic thing. Oh, it's all about right? power. Right? You're yeah. like up yeah. and down. Who, who, hot, cold, hot. I fucking hate that now. Like I can't. Yeah, I can't hate deal that with shit. it yeah. at all now. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think something that's also been mentioned a lot in the show is attachment theory, which we haven't really gotten so into because I need to read the book. <laughs> but um, you know, they say that there are different attachment types, and right. I think insecure attachers for sure tend to, like, again, because, like, oh, I want to feel good. Uh, so I attach to somebody who is sort of the, um, who gives me attention in that time. Right. Um, but even the drama keeps you like, yeah. oh, well, they're paying attention to me. In a way. Yes. Yeah. You know, and that yeah. is that becomes really fucked up when you start getting yeah. into that phase. And you're like, oh, but Lisa still kept, I'm keeping her around. Right. She's still fucking, you know, mm-hmm. she's still fighting with me. Mm-hmm. Oh, and man. And, like, that gets people. I just realized something. that That's, um, what do you call it? When you're, when you're like, con- confirmation, whatever. Like, you're confirming they're oh, crazy. Confirmation uh-huh. bias. Not, not, not bias, but, like, something where you're confirming they're crazy. You're, you're validating they're crazy. And so it's fine because when they're, when they're being, like, weird— then and 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 they know that they're being weird probably and they yeah. then go out to charm you again and it works then you're only right. validating the fact that that's working and oh, so they're yeah. just going to keep doing that yeah. totally it's so fucked up yeah, yeah, and yeah. so there's i mean I'm sorry but like it takes two you know what i yeah, mean and absolutely. so we're also complicit in that mm-hmm. I love when people tell me I smell good because I choose my perfume carefully but here's the thing my great taste can be a bit expensive We've all been there. You end up with a shelf of half-used bottles of perfume or use the same one for years till it's done. Well, with Scentbird, I found a new way to mix up my fragrance routine without breaking the bank. Whether it's Gucci, Bulgari, or Versace, Scentbird keeps me smelling good month to month. One of my favorites is Bulgari's original, Omnia, but in my latest batch, I also got to try Burberry's Brit and Aqua de Parma. They're all great scents that I can use for different occasions. Scentbird is a luxury fragrance subscription service for perfumes and colognes. Choose the perfume you want and get a 30-day supply. That's 120 sprays. Mix and match and try your favorite brands for a fraction of the cost. We have an exclusive offer just for our listeners. You can get 50% off your first month. That's just $7.50 for your first fragrance. Go to scentbird.com slash kinda and use the code KINDA for 50% off your first month. That's K-I-N-D-A. Again, that's scentbird.com slash KINDA, and use the code KINDA for you to try your first fragrance or cologne for just $7.50. Sign on and smell amazing. I mean, we did an episode on that too, right? The dating narratives, Mm -hmm. and that was like a big one, is like the more 
you keep going out and saying like, oh, all guys are assholes, all guys are assholes, all guys are assholes. You are going to, just the way perception is, start uh, weeding out people who are actually nice guys and only focusing on the assholes because it confirms your original theory that, oh, all guys are, see, I was right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so you yeah. could just keep saying that, exactly. like, oh, you can go back to your friends and say, see, I told you. Yeah, we'd rather be right. right yeah. Than yeah. Da, 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 da. yeah. Yeah. And it's true. it becomes like this weird. You brought up something good, though, Aish. The internal stuff. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. Mark Marin, uh, who's a, a really cool blogger, um, I think he wrote Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. I think that's the book. Yes. Yeah. Um, am I correct? No. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, no. Oh, uh, <laughs> He's also a stand-up comedian. About, oh, He's no, wait. Glow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The book about Then I might be. Hold not, on. Hold on. Hold it. on. Mark Manson. That's it. Manson. They're all fucking the same. No. Fucking <laughs> 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 white guys. No, I'm kidding. Um, Mark Manson. Um, he says, you know, because he also used to go through this a lot where he was like, how come I keep dating? He actually called them psychos. <laughs> right. Um, and he said it's because, you know, you're uncomfortable with intimacy and um, and you have a hard time, like, sort of expressing yourself. And you think, and, and a lot of times it's people who are, like, my friends were always surprised when it was me. They're like, you are so calm. How are you with this, like, crazy person? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And But it was because they balance you in a way. Because you're mm-hmm. like, it's hard to express yourself. And when mm-hmm. this person acts crazy, you're almost like, oh, I like that they can, can do this oh, thing that I can't get out of me. Yeah, yeah. right. Or they can get something out of me that I can't get out of myself mm. normally. Yeah. Um, but another part for me when I was in it was because I thought I deserved it. Right. I oh, really yeah. No, did. that's the worst. Mm-hmm. That's some deep shit. I really did. Yeah. You think you— Deserve to be treated yeah. badly because, again, that's just what you know. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's just what you're conditioned to think and, about yourself. And for me, um, because uh, when I was a kid, you know, my parents' relationship was a, a little fucked up. I used to think that that crazy was so normal. Yeah. It didn't. Right. It, it felt crazy. It felt so overwhelmingly crazy. Yeah. But I was like, this is, yeah. I guess this is what you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And only when I came out of it and I was like on the fucking floor, like, <laughs> I was like, what is happening? I was like, this isn't normal. Yeah. Yeah. And then it starts like piecing together where you're like, oh, all of that wasn't normal either. Yes. Right. And mm-hmm. like the, the childhood stuff. So you're like, oh, fuck, I made this negative correlation that this like, behavior equates normal. Right. Yes. And when you start getting yeah. out of it and retraining your mind into being like, that is not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not how shit should be. Yeah. You know, you start kind of getting out of some of that. Yeah. It's like you have to um, learn it again. Yeah. You yeah. do. Mm-hmm. Fear of being alone. Yeah. Oh, that's a huge one. Mm-hmm. It's true. Like, you'd rather go with the crazy person than no person? Yeah. Well, also, the the crazy person that, again, is validating you yeah. right? and, and showing you affection and, and like, intimacy rather right. than not having that at all. Yeah, right? yeah, totally. Even though it's, like, fucking up your head. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Is it always the crazy person's fault? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think so. I think that there's, like— levels of crazy and you might right. like you might be at like a three and the other person is at like a seven so you think that they're crazy but you're also on the spectrum of crazy too <laughs> yeah it's just that you're not as blatantly crazy as they are but you have to be like self-aware of why you're picking that crazy because 
what you're doing if you're staying with crazy is being a different kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. You said you said something when the mic was off that was like you thinking that you deserve less is a little bit crazy. Yeah. 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 That's that's like that's also a crazy thing because you're also why are you diminishing your own like integrity mm-hmm. right. um and your own dignity for another person who is also diminishing it. So it's like on two levels, you know what I mean? And then your like your self-esteem just erodes after that kind of a relationship and you think Mm. that you really do deserve something that bad. Totally. Um, It's it's funny because like, uh, you know, it, it is getting to that place for me where now if I go on a date, people ask me, they're like, so what's wrong with you? Because, you know, yeah. where you're kind of like at that age where oh, you're yeah. like, oh, like, why are you single? single? Why are you single? Yeah. You know, and— why are you? And, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and I had to realize, like, it um, to take personal accountability for my part, which was, like, when I finally came out of things and I was, like, seeing more clearly, like, the fog lifted in a way, sure. I was like, man, I'm the only constant in my whole life. Exactly. And yeah. so I can't keep blaming everybody else for, like, yeah, they roped me in. Some— fully manipulated me and roped me in. Mm-hmm. But even in those situations, there were times I knew better. Sure. And right. and I didn't trust my gut and I mm-hmm. didn't go ahead with my feelings or whatever it was. And so there does come a point where you have to, you know, I was a codependent. I right. w- I'm, a, I'm still an empath. Yeah. And like, but you can't use that as an excuse yeah. for being like, oh, well, this is why I like I put up with this shitty behavior because like I'm an empath. Mm-hmm. You, you can't keep the cycle going and make excuses yeah. for it. Exactly. Yeah, and then keep saying like being upset with life. Right, right. it's not life; it's you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. I mean, because we don't Put at the end of the day, together. we don't, we yes. can't like we're not tasering everybody and fucking controlling their behavior. <laughs> yeah. They're not marionette puppets that we can be like, right. hey, yeah. lift your hand this way. Um, one yeah. day, but not today. <laughs> yeah, you know. So, Seriously, so no. we only control ourselves. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, Deepak Chopra also uh, says a really cool thing. He says, "What happens in in your world is a reflection of your inner state." Mm. Mm, that's and interesting. He actually has a, a much deeper one that I couldn't find the actual quote of, but I know it. And and it's it's a harsh. It's like whoever you have in your life that you find troublesome um, is a reflection of like you and your inner state right now. Mm. Yeah. So basically the that same thing, which was hard because like when I was around, you know, Bruce Lee, for example, I was like, what the fuck? Like, I'm not this person. Why would I? But I realized it wasn't trying to say anybody's good or bad. But his chaos was like I was in transition and chaos sure. inside. Yeah. And so that was all that was attracting. Yeah. yeah. And right. and it was bringing it out. You you just bring out the thing in each other, you know. Yeah. Um, so that always like that, that definitely made me um, like aware of, I guess, the work is like inside. Yeah. Yes. yes. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Your inner child. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> Yeah. 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 Yeah, you're so right. You you manifest like you were saying before. Um, you know, your reality. So if that is what's going on, even on a subconscious level, you are going to attract mm-hmm. that mess unfortunately. Yeah. So yeah, a lot of the work is getting right with yourself internally. Yeah. So that you can attract lovely, warm, stable people. Yeah. <laughs> right. And you'll probably you. like like tell the people who are would eventually be crazy mm-hmm. no right off the bat exactly. because you can just like kind of see it yep. you know and oh you're not God. in that space yeah yep. yeah and and that's like 
it's so funny because of maybe also because of doing this podcast like for fucking you know three sure. years and a thousand hours of yeah. programming and this is like it's kind of like I can't help but like I can see just like if I go on something I can just see <laughs> like the the glaring shit that yeah. I'm like I can't like that I know wouldn't work for me yeah yeah and right like, and I'm not talking like small things I'm talking like big red flags sure. that I'm like yeah. mm-hmm. old me would have totally just justified and been like you know what but they're so cute and they're so this and they're now I'm right. like I just can't bring it out of myself I'm like uh, I'm good alone right now yeah, yeah. But also, yeah. you 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 don't want to settle for individual characteristics. You want yeah. the whole package. Exactly. They're so cute, or they're so nice, or they're they're so smart. Even if they have all three, and that, but they don't put enough attention into you, yeah. or they don't treat you the way that you should be treated. Like you know, it it's got to be the whole package totally. and not just like singular characteristics. So true. Yep. So true. Mm-hmm. So how do we how do we avoid this? How can we? You know, I think we mentioned a couple of things like the self-awareness and working on, you know, your inner state. Mm-hmm. Um, why why does that feel normal to you if you have had a pattern of being in these sort of relationships? Why yeah. is that feeling normal to you? I think it's a good place mm-hmm. to start also, you mm-hmm. know. What other things do you think? Uh, to stop from being crazy. From dating from crazy. Dating crazy. Yeah. Um, I think what is starting... Finally, to work for me is just a sense of like self-respect. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. the most so like true. base freaking thing. But I swear to God, they don't teach you that in like nope. especially no. Asian families because mm-hmm. like people of of color and first gens, especially, it's like you got to do what you got to do to survive, yeah. and you better you know like put on your best face um, when you go out and like you know, act act correct. And mm-hmm. you have all these other people's expectations to meet that you don't think of your own and yeah. you kind of don't think of your own self-respect and who you, what you mean to yourself. Yeah. And honestly, it, it's weird, but lately I've been thinking of like, like ever since I was a kid, all of the, the real horrible life struggles that I've gone through and come out of it's like, man, that kid was way stronger than I am now. Mm. Let's pull her forward. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I went through some really dark and terrible shit when I was like a kid. And then even in my 20s um, with my parents and stuff, when I was trying to break into to, to writing, yeah. they were really hard on me. Sure. And I went through some really, really, really tough times. And I'm like, I survived that and and, and and did better. And like, you know, and and really did better. But that that person in the tumultuous situation was the one who pulled through yeah. and I'm like I gotta I, I gotta call on her and yeah. be like hey 11 year old me or 22 year old me how did you do that and let's you know like respect the struggle that you've been through and that you came out of and be like wait a minute like I'm pretty fucking great for yeah. having done all this shit mm-hmm. so respect that yeah you know what I mean such a good point for sure and like Kind of not, you know, it's important to take the good things that come out of bad situations, yeah. Yeah. which is like strength sometimes, you know, like we forget that like having courage and strength is like a huge uh, defining quality for us, not the things that happen to us, yeah. right. you know, but like, like we don't have to be defined by like, oh, A, B, C, D, E happened, but it's like, how did I fucking come out of that yeah. shit? Yeah, man, I'm a fucking badass for like doing, and mm-hmm. that makes you realize that 
oh, you know what? If I've done all these things, like I'm worth yeah. more. Yeah. Yeah. Like your own inner worth, like kind of, you're like, oh, check one up, 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 up. Yep. <laughs> you yeah. You know, like kind mm-hmm. of yeah. A, um, yeah, I think that's an awesome point. I Absolutely. think that's a great, yeah. Um, just like building your own I'm self-esteem. Just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm also going to just say, just judge people. <laughs> yeah. That's a really good point. <laughs> I, I, I am an, I, I know people like get mad at me when I say this because I don't mean like judge people on the way they look and like, you right. know, profiling no. and stuff. I don't mean that. But I do mean like if somebody is sitting in front of you and they're acting crazy and they're showing you crazy, fucking believe that they're crazy. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, I, I know say. it's like <laughs> not a nice way to say it but yeah um, it's true you know example if that douchebag was like I'm gonna make you wait 45 minutes but I would just be like yep you just showed me that you're a fucking dickhead who doesn't you know have any respect respect my time yeah bye-bye like yeah and I don't mean you know again you could maybe give them a chance if they apologize and you feel like it's in you know has actual yeah it's genuine yeah but uh that's like a small example. He was completely but, remorseless. He was an yeah. asshole. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's the thing, right? Yeah. And like, we justify so much of people's yeah. behavior. Yeah. And my therapist, I had, uh, we had, a, I had a male therapist who's on the show, actually, Scott Tobin. He was great. Um, he taught me a lot, like from a guy's point of view, of um, watch and observe. And he always mm. told me in the beginning, he goes like, your first six months, like make zero excuses for anybody. Mm. He's like, watch and observe. And if they show you a behavior, that's the behavior and that's the decision you make. Like, don't sit there and be like, oh, well, you know, I know he did this, but it's because like ABC or it's because he's going through this Mm -hmm. and that's why I think he's acting this way. He was always like, don't make excuses in the beginning. That's so hard. And it was hard Mm because then it made you like really, but that's when like, you know, who I was living with, I was living with somebody even like Scott was really surprised because his behavior came after the six months. But when it eventually came out, because he, he cheated on me, I was like, okay, like you have to make a decision, you yeah, know? And, yeah. and it's like, I'd rather, and people were like, I'm so sorry. I was like, please don't be sorry. Like, I'm so glad I found out. Yeah. Like it's better right. I found out, find out like now than like four years into. Mm-hmm. Or if you get married yeah, or something, exactly. yeah. even worse. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So Definitely. I was like, um, but I always appreciated him saying that. And then that kind of marries with that Maya Angelou quote of like, yep. when somebody shows you who they are, believe them the first time. Yep. Yeah. Not the second, the third, the fourth, the first. Yeah. Yeah. It's so true. Unless somebody true. really comes to you with a genuine apology or whatever and doesn't repeat that behavior. Yeah. It's different. Yeah. But you have to weigh out what that. Exactly. You have to make your own judgment there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like. That's totally true. Yeah. Um. What else do you think? How else can people avoid dating crazes? What's helped you? (laughs) I mean, yeah. Again, seeing red flags immediately and just not putting up with it, you know, is um, super important and Mm -hmm. super key. Um, Recognizing your own patterns. Mm -hmm. um, Yeah. You know, while you're still dating the same people and then trying to, you know, do something a little different. Yeah. The next time and see if that works out. Um, Just be honest. With yourself. Yeah. I think my personal biggest shift happened after after Crazy Guy. I finally asked myself, like, because I was still in a phase right at the end of our relationship where I was like, he's he might try to get me back. It was like a very abusive one-year relationship. Mm -hmm. And um, and I asked myself, like, would I 
would I approve or be okay with my daughter marrying this person? Mm. Ooh, and I, and then, damn, that's And then right. I said, like, it literally just came to me where it was like, I was like, are you okay with your daughter marrying this person because your daughter will inevitably marry somebody like her father? And I said, so you think about it. Right. And then I was like, nope. The mm-hmm. answer was like, nope. And I was like, I would never want my daughter to go through what I went through in that. And so, and I sort of say the same thing to my guy friends for for girls. I'm sure. like, you know, would you want your son to marry a, a, or be with, whatever, it doesn't do marry, whoever the other partner is for them, mm-hmm. you know, would you, is this the kind of person you would want your kid to be with? Um, because they're going to be with somebody like that. Yeah. Just yeah. the pattern of, that's just fucking life. That's yeah. all the stuff we're talking about, conditioning. And yeah. these are the people we see and these are the people we emulate and these are the people we think we're normal. Mm-hmm. And... To me, I was like, I know that, like, I didn't always have the best examples in that area, you know, in our, our family. But um, but now, like, I was like, somebody has to break that fucking pattern. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm just going to be me. I don't care if that means nobody's the person. Yeah. But they're going to be somebody that I respect and mm-hmm. look up to and uplifts me and supports me because I want that for the person I'm like my kid, if I were to ever have one. Right. Yeah, that's smart. Yeah. That's, that's I've, I've, I've never thought about it that way. That's great. That's so good. I yeah. think it also goes back to like... Because it puts responsibility on you too. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's your own choice. And then you're also thinking ahead into the future, which is also very smart. Yeah. And longevity of this re- relationship and um, how you want your family to turn out too. Right. Um, but it also, I think, goes back to what you were talking about earlier. And it, it's like, do you deserve this? Do you deserve yeah. this? And do you deserve cuz I in that in that very short relationship with that younger guy last year, I was constantly making excuses for him and it was mm. short it was like 2 months or something like that. But I was constantly like, "Oh, he, I know he's super busy and he's doing like a deal at blah blah blah." And it's just like but I'm already making excuses for him mm-hmm. and so much so, you know, and it's like what and I felt like a little girl, yeah. you know, and I'm like, no, this yeah, isn't yeah, right. Yeah. And it, like, I felt like shit about myself. And I'm like, but do I deserve this? I don't right. think I do. I think yeah. I deserve something way better than yeah. this. That's not what I'm looking for. But you know, some people still are in a phase where they don't think that they deserve good things because like, if it was me, like I was young and I really thought like, oh, I made a couple mistakes in my life. That means I'm a shitty person. Oh, right. That means, you know, I deserve shitty things because I have done shitty, you know. Yeah. Again, I never cheated on anybody. But at the same time, I was like, oh, that time I wasn't nice to that guy. You know what? Karma. I deserve this person treating me a million times more horribly than I ever did to anybody. But it was just like your own, you know, if you're you're in my head. Yeah. If you haven't learned proper coping and again, proper sort of you're making negative correlations, you're going to start taking one thing and and putting it on something else that's not related. Mm -hmm. And on that, by the way, you don't control karma. So karma is out of your hands. So (laughs) you're saying, because I do, like you were were just in my head. And like I did the exact same thing of like, maybe I don't deserve it because of, of such and such from 12 years ago or whatever, you know, but it's like, you don't control your own karma. Yeah. You don't get to say what you deserve and what you don't yeah. deserve. Yeah. So in in that regard anyway. So it's yeah. like you just have to make your own choices and hope for the best, mm-hmm. really, and hope that 
whatever karma that that's going to come and bite you in the ass well well we'll do it in a way that you're you're not overthinking of like oh it's got to be the karma that's yeah. that yeah, that's yeah. doing it because you don't have control over yeah. that you have no <laughs> well, idea for me i just finally also got to a place with the whole karma thing where i yeah. was well one I was like, I've never been God-fearing in general. Like, I've always been God-loving. And I've always said, like, if God is all perfection, why is he, like, going to get angry? Yes. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, he— pretty much knows how to control that. Yeah. So he's not going to be like, would you Would you punish your kid by doing something that would hurt them? Right. If they did something, uh-huh. uh, made a mistake, so why would he or she do that or whatever? You know, uh-huh. that was that's my personal thing. Yeah. But also, like, karma, when I learned about it, was also like, karma is not a punishment. And we, yeah. I think, in, in pop culture, have made it like, Definitely oh, karma is a yep. bitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But karma is it's actually true. just mm-hmm. literally a scale and it's neutral. Yeah. And it's not at all. Energy. It's just like, oh, if, you know, a scale goes down, well, you got to put a little weight on it to to yeah. even it out. Yeah. It has no good, no good, no bad, no nothing. Right. And I only learned that after fucking reading about it. <laughs> the fucking Gita. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. This is, I've been completely misconstruing this. Yeah. Yeah, it, that, it, yeah. You're, you're saying that it's not trying to get the scales into balance. That's not what it's trying to do. It is, it's just trying to get scales in, into balance. Oh, it balance. is trying to, okay, yeah, right. But it's yeah. not a, it's not in oh, a it's not, form it's not of, always a bad thing. it's not, yeah, yeah, it's not a bad thing or like, punishment or yeah. something like that. Like but, if you did something good, something really good might happen to you yeah. too. That's yeah. the karma. But like for me, I carried like when I was in that four-year relationship I I broke up with him even though there were very just reasons for it yeah I felt like I hurt him so badly that I held that against myself mm-hmm. yeah. forever mm. like I was like oh God never gonna let me be happy because I hurt somebody else yeah <laughs> you know yeah. and it was like that was fucking nuts yeah yeah you're young and you don't know what you're thinking and you're like oh this completely unrelated thing must be related to this right Right. It's not. It's not. It's it's not. not and you don't know what, whether it is or not either. So yeah, yeah. It could have been something that happened to you that, that you did when you were 12 years old and totally. it was really mean and now it's coming back to you now. You exactly. Know? <laughs> That's exactly it. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. I guess overall, <laughs> just don't date crazies. Right. <laughs> Believe that you're enough. Yeah. Good, you know. good advice. Yeah. And you are enough. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um. Thanks so much, Devanchi. Thank you. Thank you guys for having me. It was so much fun. It was just like girlfriends. Right? Dating. I know, (laughs) I know. The the nice thing is it also kind of makes all of us like like aware and accountable. Yeah. 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 And honestly, a bit, like I feel a little bit more empowered. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Well, we already did your six questions. So you can guys, you can go back and listen to it in the overthinking episode. Um, Devonch had some dope. (laughs) 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 Um, But thank you again for being on the show. How can people find you on social media? Um, I'm on Twitter at the real Devonchi and I'm on Instagram at uh, the Devonchi. Nice. And we'll have it in our show description also. Aisha? You guys can find me at Aisha Says Dance across all social media networks. And we are at Kind of Dating Across the Board. I'm at Natasha Chandel on Instagram, Natasha Chandel Official on Facebook, Natasha underscore Chandel on Twitter, because I like to mix it up. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for downloading this episode. If you could please take a few seconds and review us on iTunes and download the rest of our shows, we'd be oh so grateful. Um, Also send us your dating stories and thoughts to kindadating at gmail.com. Finally. (laughs) I know it seems tough out there. But just try. Till next time.
Kind of Dating is created, produced, and hosted by myself, Natasha Chandel. Aisha Holden is my co-host and our social media producer. Our audio engineer is Adam Pineless. Jenna Ribbing is our associate producer. The opening music is composed by Joe Lorenzetti, and our logo and graphics are by Jenna Yannick and K. Daniel Ellis.